0: Special thanks to all our patrons who support the show every single week. We couldn't do it without you. Head over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today for bonus content, exclusive happy hour live chats and more. Patrons, you help keep the run, eat, drink podcast going and we're so grateful for you. Not a patron yet? Join us today at patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast. Help support the show by using our Amazon affiliate link anytime you shop on Amazon for running gear, food, beverages, or anything else the little gray trucks might bring your way. Just use runeatdrink.net slash Amazon anytime you shop. It costs nothing extra. It's only one extra click, and it helps us keep the lights on and the bandwidth flowing. Just go to runeatdrink.net slash Amazon, and we thank you for your support. Hi team, I'm Fitz Kohler, one half of Team Noisy, and you are listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back of the packer like us, You'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 244 of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. I'm your host, Amy.
1: And I'm your co-host, Dana.
0: Are you ready?
1: Are you ready to run, eat, Eat, and drink? drink? We hope so, because this week we've got a lot of running, eating and drinking to talk about. Of we course, do. the race we're going to be talking about and recapping is the 2023 Gasparilla Distance Classic that just happened mm. this past weekend in Tampa, Florida.
0: And we would be remiss if we didn't send a shout out to the all the folks At the Gasparilla Distance Classic for allowing us to be ambassadors of the race this year.
1: Absolutely. What a great organization. Phenomenal people. We were thrilled to be a part of it and to be able to field a team of runners. Yeah. I think one of our largest thus far.
0: Yeah, like what, third thirteen?
1: Thirteen or yeah. yeah, Thirteen people. So We're very proud of that. I know that might be small compared to some, but hey, we're small but mighty.
0: We are small but mighty. We we are small and mighty. Small
1: and mighty. Mm. There you go. I also want to just give honorable mention mm-hmm. to those that were at the other race in Florida. Of th- course. This past weekend. Yeah. And of course, by that, I mean... The princesses.
0: Yes. And there were other races that happened this weekend, but those are two. Those are the two big
1: ones in Florida.
0: Huge ones that compete with each other every year. It's like, do you do this one or do you do this one? I want to get. Or do you do or are you crazy and do both somehow?
1: I don't know that you logistically could do that. You'd have to be insanely fast on your feet probably faster than the speed limit would allow you to get from one race to the no, other. Not
0: the same race distance. I'm like, okay, so the, the princess has a 5k, a 10k and a half.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. And not necessarily the same day. Right. Okay. Yeah.
0: Right. And In then, that case you
1: may be able to, you know,
0: the Gasparilla distance classic, which we chose this year. And we're so glad that we did includes four different race distances, 5k, 8K, half marathon, and 15K. Yes. Yeah. Not of, necessarily in that order. Not in that order, no.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just thought it was worth mentioning. Congratulations to everybody. Those are who two was, huge, huge race yeah, weekends. Yeah, overdoing that. I would like to get those race organizers together at a table and go, we're going to work this out.
0: We're going to work it out. And
1: we're not going to be on the same weekend. Next
0: year, Next year, it's... it's <laughs> Yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) we can, we can fix this. We
0: can do it. We have the technology together.
1: Introduce you to this thing I have called a calendar. Oh my. (laughs) But yeah, so we're going to be recapping all things Gasparilla this weekend or Gasparilla that happened this past weekend. Oh yes. And uh, what a, what a phenomenal time with uh, the Runcation Nation and Fitz and, and everybody who was there. It was great getting back to Tampa. Mm. But before we get into all of that, oh. I know that you have been busily scouring the interwebs for shout-outs.
0: Well, as much as uh, possible. So I have to first say congratulations to marathoner Nicole K. because Jessica Lynn O'Keefe sent in a shout-out, including pictures she sent me. hmm Marathoner Nicole K from the Cape Coral Running Group completed her first ever marathon. She not did this, not this past weekend, but the weekend before
1: and Publix A One A, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which we've covered that race. We've covered the half marathon distance at that race on the show, and we really liked that race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, congratulations, Nicole. That so that's is kind of like awesome. a delayed
0: a delayed shout out. You yeah, know. we're a little late. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we we also do want to give kind of, you know, just a general congratulations to everybody who ran the 2023 Gasparilla Distance Classic this past weekend. It was way more than our team. We had thousands of runners converge on Tampa and invade it like the pirates that they were. But it really <laughs> was so much fun to run with, Maybe. with some of our people.
0: Yes. Some of our people like Jessica, Jojo, Darlene, Susie, Christy, Greg, Don. We didn't we didn't see some people who were running, like Judy, who did the eight K and I
1: did see Dean, Dean. in the start corral. Of and that's half. all
0: you saw of him. And
1: that's all I saw of him. Yes. Yeah. And then I got his I got his halfway. Completed, he crossed the halfway point. I got the alert on my phone and then I got his finish Mm -hmm. as I was still running. He's he's fast.
0: And from the BR Guest Lizards group, Lori Weiner, she she was there and she's super fast. But hey, congratulations to the Gerbers collectively because Dean and Judy both got PRs.
1: That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That is so cool.
0: And to have Fitz, like you said, there to be a part of the race weekend and announce. She just made it an incredible start and finish line feeling.
1: Yes. And it was wonderful having her she she, you know, was doing the announcing and she was shouting us out as we were starting on the half marathon. I'm gonna Aww. I'm gonna talk about this more. I didn't get to have my my finish line moment with her. But I did. You so did. You we did.
0: covered both ends of the spectrum, I think.
1: Yes. But uh, I mentioned it earlier. <clears throat> yes. The princess. We saw saw all the the photos on social media. Yes. Again. Hundreds of you out there that are in the Runcation Nation, we know that you guys were running it. Mm-hmm. So many of our friends from the BR Guest Lizards group were there. Run for I well, think Run Aaron for was went there, and cheered, yes, mm-hmm.
0: and and some people who are in that podcast community mm-hmm. ran and running through Wonderland. Jen was there. I think Kristen, our our fellow coffee lover, did all of the races mm-hmm. and then celebrated right afterwards in the correct way with a beverage. Awesome. And it's it's big, Meg, who is a patron of our show, Meg Brower, she has been just such a, a wonderful friend to us through all of my dad's treatment, as have so many people in the Runcation Nation. But, you know, checking in with me, <clears throat> Buck is appreciative as well here.
1: As you can hear. Yes, he's he's applauding.
0: <laughs> he's applauding Meg. She was checking in with me almost on a daily basis, and she's worked hard. We cheered her on at the Walt Disney World Marathon weekend in, in January in her half when she made it to the castle, Mile 5. And this weekend, she got to experience her first Post surgery finish line at the Princess Ten K in Orlando. So nice. congratulations. Incredible job. Soak it all in. You can do hard things, as Fitz would say. Oh, Way to go.
1: Absolutely. That's that's amazing. And you know, normally, you know, with all of these shout outs that we we do they tend to be running related but we have a a drink related shout out as Mm -hmm. well we want to say congratulations to one of our favorite local breweries and we 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 missed the celebration because it was happening the same weekend as gasparilla but fort myers brewing company that started the craft beer movement here in lee county 10 years Happy 10-year anniversary, Fort Myers Brewing. We are looking so forward to many, many more with you guys out there. Mm-hmm. They do an amazing job. And in fact, today's yes! today's podcasting juice is actually one of their, their celebratory beers that and they I brewed love it. and canned. Yeah. Love it. I love it. <clears throat> this is called their Virtuoso Hopped Lager. This clocks in at 4.5% ABV. And they say it is... Crisp
0: lager with bright tropical citrus notes.
1: There you go. And I would agree with that.
0: And I love the canned designs that they did for their anniversary releases too.
1: Both of them. Yeah. They also did they also canned a a, a double An IPA. IPA a, which
0: was very high in A B V. High like, ABV
1: you know, and very sweet, like, but very good.
0: Split that with somebody you love.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they had plenty of others. They when they do when they celebrate, they do it right. Their anniversary mm. parties, they have like beer releases every hour on Saturday and Sunday. It's and,
0: like Oktoberfest. It's like I can only imagine St. Patrick's Day will be. Oh yeah. I, I, it's be nuts. I when we say ten years, it doesn't seem like ten years. It's an amazing run, but also I'm thinking of Gross Point Blank, and I wish we had the audio. Oh, the audio. Ten, the audio.
1: Years. ten years. Yeah, exactly.
0: Does anybody know that? Am I dating myself? No,
1: that's that. That movie's not old enough to be considered dating yourself. Okay, good. No,
0: because I was like, you know, that's one of the first ones we saw when we were dating, and uh, you you remember that at all
1: i do I, okay or, so, <laughs> so cheers to you guys at fort myers brewing and if you want a shout out for you or somebody else that you love on the mm-hmm. show email it to us at info at run that's info at run
0: or you could leave us a message at 941-677-2733 that's 941- six, seven, seven, two, seven, three, three. And we'll play it on an episode, help us keep the streak going. We've had somebody submit something almost every single week in 2023.
1: Yes. Yes. We love it. When you call in, you can call, leave a voicemail, or you can record a little voice message and email it to us. Try to keep it under a minute Mm -hmm. and keep the language kind of, you know, don't make it salty, please.
0: Oh, you you don't want an explicit tag.
1: We don't want an explicit tag. Is that what you're saying? uh, You know, I'll I'll bleep it.
0: Or yeah, we can bleep it, whatever. Don't (laughs) just send it in. I'd rather you send it in and we bleep it. Exactly. I just want it to continue.
1: So with that, let's talk running. And of course, like I said at the top of the show, this is all about the 2023 Gasparilla Distance Classic. If you did not have an opportunity to attend this year, I'm going to say it. You missed out on one heck of a race weekend.
0: And party. Ugh. A Runcation Nation meetup.
1: Perhaps a little too much partying, but I'll get to what that. What do in you mean
0: too much partying? I'm going
1: to get to that in my segment.
0: Oh, oh yes, yeah, I sorry. have
1: an educational portion of this week's episode. You have an educational? Oh, I do. Oh, I do.
0: Educational, like in quotes, oh, like air quotes. I,
1: yes. Yes. Okay. We're, I learned something this weekend, and I'm going to share what I learned.
0: Oh, it's like 80s sitcoms when you're like, I learned something today. <laughs> and, you know, there's like that touching music at yes, the end when yes. the lesson is imparted by one of the characters. And we'll have so, the,
1: the more you, you know. know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now let's let's kind of give people the backstory. We had registered for this race, of course, as race ambassadors. Oh, yeah. We had every intention of running, both of us running the The 15K Mm -hmm. and the half marathon and the 5K. Oh, yeah. However, as you guys know, our Amy's dad is currently in treatment.
0: And he told me just disclaimer right now. He's he's in treatment in Tampa
1: and doing very well and
0: doing very well. And he told me that I missed the mark last week when we recorded remotely when I was in the hotel room. Mm-hmm. And I should have said, We're coming to you from the home to suites. Recording studio 130. <laughs> so shout out to studio one thirty. That's yes. all I say. Yes. There you go, Dad. That's for you.
1: So we, we had initially planned to both run on both days. Mm-hmm. We couldn't do that though. We had to divide and conquer because we one did. of us has to be with dad at um, all times. At all times. <laughs> so that's what we ended up doing. Yes. And we ended up doing the division of labor would be that Amy would run on Saturday, hang out with our peeps. I would run on Sunday. You make like I
0: forced you to run the longest distance, and that is not true.
1: Whatever helps you sleep at night, okay.
0: You volunteered. Mm, I don't
1: remember that conversation. You
0: did. You're like, I'll take it. I'll take one for the team. I'll do it. Okay. And I just let you.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So so we divided it up. Of course, you have Expo and Packet Pickup on Friday. Right.
0: Which we talked about last week, kind of a preview of it.
1: And then Amy had her races on Saturday and my race on Sunday. And
0: it was strange. Like, I downloaded and filled out the Bib Pickup Authorization Form, mm-hmm. which, if you're ever looking for that, unless they redesign the website, just FYI, you go to your specific race distance and it's in those instructions. Just FYI, that's where I, because it it took me a little while to, a little bit to find it. Mm -hmm. And then I realized, oh, it's probably connected to the specific race you're running. So that's just a tip. It's a good tip. For anybody who might, like me, have somebody picking up their, in fact, you're the one who, represented at the expo i didn't even get there you
1: didn't even get to the expo right no yeah and and it worked out really well there was no problem doing bib pickup or nice packet and easy. Pickup. super easy what an amazing bunch of volunteers they had the expo mm-hmm. like every year and i think i mentioned it on last week's episode mm-hmm. that this is a great expo
0: it is historically. i love i love the wall of names and you got a picture with the wall with, with both your, of our names with with you got a picture with my name too? I did. I gotta go back and look because I was only looking at yours. Uh-huh. So there's he created me a whole album of all of his of all of our photos from the weekend, and there are many a plenty. So <clears throat> I have to go back and I have to really spend time looking at at all of them that captured this race weekend that went way too fast. I missed meeting and seeing Meb Kafleski
1: and Fitz Kohler.
0: But I saw I saw her, but I never saw him. No. I ended up seeing her outside of the expo, but never saw him. And uh, so that I think is the one disappointment that I have because he has been such an inspiration for us mm-hmm. and he has been so giving to our podcast.
1: Very much so. Very much so. And I did get a chance to talk with him, and we're hoping to have him on a future episode of the podcast because he's got some news to talk about. Yeah, yeah. But there's also a there's a there's a third store star that I got some time with. Oh yeah, yeah. Who's that? Pepper Jack.
0: Of course, I got a Pepper
1: Jack the parrot. That's the mascot for the race. I got a photo with
0: him. Yes, that was fantastic at the expo, and I got a really great picture with Pepper Jack last year.
1: Mm -hmm. Last year.
0: And d- did you say that one of the members of the Runcation Nation actually named? Pepper if I Jack?
1: remember correctly, I believe that is what Dean told me, and that's okay. uh, that Judy n- entered Gerber, the contest yes. to name him and mm-hmm. won. And uh, Dean, correct me if I'm wrong on that, please. Yeah, but I believe like, that that's what what you told me. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, that's pretty cool.
0: So. Uh, I know the expo was great. I've been to it multiple times when we have covered this race and I would do this race weekend again in a heartbeat. I just want to say that I missed it this year.
1: You missed going to the expo. I did. Yeah, I did. Well, I would say this expo experience was exactly as I described it. Okay. Or as we described it last, last week. And I, I think that it just gets better with, you know, quality of vendors and, and, you know, music play in and, You know, you got Meb and Fitz there doing book signings and yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Good. Yeah. So great time at the expo. No problem getting your bibs.
0: That was fantastic.
1: So we ended up, I I brought everything to Amy and then we traded out. So, Mm -hmm. so I took over with dad. Amy went down to the host hotel. Tell everybody about your experience once you got, you know, downtown.
0: I love Hilton Properties.
1: Not a sponsor of the show. They have been favorites of ours, though, for many, many years.
0: Yes. And we actually did. They did cover. They they sponsored one episode yes. for the Wine and Dine. Yes. A few. Years ago. S- yes. A couple of years ago. So we were staying at the. We had reservations to stay at the host hotel. Mm-hmm. And which is the embassy
1: Suites, the, right across the street the from the convention center,
0: it's like it's almost built in if you didn't even know. Mm-hmm. like I'm sure there's a walking path. I got there, gosh, so late. I uh, traffic was, of course, heavy because of the race weekend, but also there were there was a concert in town that I was unaware of. Mm-hmm. And so the, the traffic and the road closures for the race weekend presented a challenge. I finally made it to the hotel. The desk agent that checked me in was very nice, said, I just want to let you know that the air is not working in this hotel. You can get up to, maybe you can get down to 80, 75 degrees in the, in the room, maybe, we can't get the chiller to replace what we need until Monday because of everything that's happening in town and because of the company making its way here with the respective parts. Right. So I said to this gentleman, thank you. And, and I immediately jumped on the Hilton app, which was great and found at the downtown, the Hilton downtown Tampa right across from pint and brew
1: mm-hmm. that just a couple of blocks away,
0: really close to the start of the race as well, just stone's throw, just maybe one extra block of walking. They had an open room and I took it because I just thought we had faced so many different challenges already in the weekend. That we we just needed a, a positive place with working, N- not that the embassy suites not a positive place, but we just needed a a good place that we were familiar with. We had never stayed at this embassy if, suites.
1: If the air conditioning is not working at a place in Florida and this weather, which by the way we're having summer junior right now. Yeah, we are. It's, Omg,
0: it's Wix, That's for you.
1: <laughs> it's it's in the mid to upper eighties already. In the wintertime. So, uh, as pleasant as that hotel might have been under normal circumstances, it was not going to be awesome.
0: And I knew that you would be taking over in the hotel room that was apart from dad and close to the race start. Mm -hmm. So, I wanted it to be a comfortable experience because you, you volunteered graciously to do the longer distance. And... So I just changed our hotels, and shout out to the Hilton app and the, the the front desk people at the Hilton Downtown Tampa that were so good to me.
1: Yeah, and they allowed you to make make the immediate cancellation there mm-hmm. with no penalty, and no, no penalty. So that all worked out great.
0: Yeah, the Embassy people were really great about being very accommodating about no penalties.
1: So that's Friday night.
0: Yes, and then I handed over to, we talked about it last week, Pint and Brew, to meet members of the Runcation Nation and Fitz Kohler. I was so honored that she came to have dinner with us Mm -hmm. and just hang out. It was incredible. So much fun with these ladies from the Runcation Nation, we got pictures, we had, there There were so many different styles of, of a beer where we could just have one, played safe, drink a lot of water,
1: mm-hmm.
0: have a great sandwich, and, you know, kind of carb load a little bit for.
1: Yeah. For the, they had
0: macaroni cheese, too, but I had a grilled cheese patty melt.
1: Yeah. So. And Pint and Brew, they have 30 taps in there, and they always have a great rotation.
0: It's awesome. So I got both of the bibs for the 15K and 5K that you brought to me, and I I laid them out with the bib boards that Fitz was so kind to give to us and our bib boards for the the podcast that – JoJo sent to us when she first found our show. Mm -hmm. So shout out to Positively Poly 1 on Instagram. That's JoJo, producer of the show. She also had a gift for us, which was a booty bag. And and it's like these little drawstring backpacks, which Dawn of Dawn Be Joyful on Instagram has now commandeered into a lunch bag.
1: Oh, for work! It's a perfect size for it, and it's pirate themed. By the way, it's red, themed, red yeah. with black stripes, and it's got a Jolly Roger flag hanging on a Ours sword. Does?
0: But there were all different pirate themes. That oh, she were they? Found. Yes. Yeah. Why? Some just had the big skull and crossbones. Some were blue. Some were red. Some were black. It was like so great. But she had put so much work into this little booty bag. She had contacted John Fournier. To have a custom squoosh band that says "Runcation Nation" with a little pirate skull and crossbones on it for us to wear during the race, tattoos that were pirate themed, temporary tattoos that were pirate themed, a little stuffed animal, as it were, that a little smiley face with a with a pirate hat and, and eye, eye patch. patch. We got an eye patch in here. We got a little ducky. In here, we got yeah. We got a bar key. She got a she got us a bar key. Okay, that says she got a custom. That says Runny Drink Podcast with the uh, skull and swords. Love it. Also, which I believe will become a set piece if I am not mistaken. There's the little squoosh band Runcation Nation that I wore during the race. She 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 bought us a little pirate themed container of bubbles that we could get excited about there are coins in here from a treasure chest matey and uh, and she had a little b- bottle of captain morgan rum oh very nice yeah and so I, I just i can't thank her enough for putting that together for everybody on the team
1: We'll have to maybe show this off in an upcoming live. Yeah. Once once we are back to where we can do lives on the regular, we'll we'll yeah. show this off because this is really cute.
0: hmm And and she also had pirates', pirate's booty, booty the, the, popcorn. Yeah,
1: the popcorn in
0: there. And that's just that's great. And we also had jelly and coffee from Darlene. She brought us a gift of that from her hometown. And from the farmers market, where she does her amazing things, cooking and baking, and ugh, what a talent, what a gift, and uh, and Dawn also brought us a gift.
1: Yeah, a tote, a tote bag with some some goodies from her hometown. Beer. Uh-huh. So we're gonna we're gonna do like a, a live unboxing of that.
0: Yeah, and we'll show off the booty bag from JoJo. We'll show off what we have and a tasting f- from Darlene and and Dawn and just we bought everybody little parrots, shoulder parrots, shoulder parrots Ooh. to wear in photo ops with. With the Runcation Nation throughout the weekend. And we bought each person a little bottle of Kraken rum. hmm So we just wanted it to feel like a team. And so I gave that out at Pint and Brew to everybody that was there, told everybody else, like left it at the front desk for the people that I knew were at our hotel. And mm-hmm. just, it's... And I think that Fitz wore her pirate.
1: Yes, her. she wore her she shoulder wore parrot. Should,
0: yeah, her shoulder parrot, rather, to at, at the races, which meant a lot to us. And, uh, I, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I jumped ahead and, and talked about that.
1: That's okay. So back to the actual, well, well chronologically <laughs> Chronologically, speaking, though, that's you, when we got a hold yeah, of it. Yeah, you're correct. So. so let's talk about your races. Race day, Saturday morning.
0: Saturday morning, I got up at our hotel room and did my customary yoga. I did not have anybody with me to help facilitate an ice bath, though. So I would just like to say in terms of the pre-race routine, I was missing that. And I I realize now that I took it for granted in previous races. So to my co-host and also ice bath provider, <laughs> I'm sorry that I did take it for granted in the past. Well, as I recall. Because I feel like it would, make a diff- it would have made a difference in the races. Well,
1: it would have, but you wouldn't have been able to do an ice bath at that hotel anyway. The, the room has a shower.
0: No, no. It has a tub. Mm. It had a tub. Did it? Yes. Okay. Yes. It had a tub. So technically I could have, I guess, filled up... the the tub myself with ice and then tried to put myself in it. Well, who wants to
1: do that? But who wants to
0: do that? That's torture. Not that the other way around is not torture, but anyway, I did the pre-race routine and then I had to come to a decision about, am I, am I going to try and push through the 15 K and see if I can get to the very last available start of the five K which was going off um 6:45 7:45 9:45 like 3 hours after mm-hmm. 3 hours after the 15k and i thought about oh well maybe i'll just you know fold the bib and put it in my pocket of my running leggings or and then i thought no if i do that and it's out of sight out of mind then i probably We'll just go like, no, I can just, and I thought about what I was there for, and I wanted to represent all the ups and downs and, and struggles and and challenges that my father has faced during his treatment, which is nowhere near over. But I thought, I'm going to pin him to my tutu, to my JoJo-inspired tutu, now that i have a tutu almost every time that I run a premier race for our show. So I put the 15k on one side, and then I put the 5k on the back side with all the bib boards. So I I met up with our Runcation Nation crew, and shout out to JoJo and Susie who got up even though they weren't running the 15k or the 5k to be our cheer squad at the finish line. And take pictures and just, they were wonderful to us. It's hard to get up. It's hard to be a cheer squad and wait and track and take photos and all of that. Mm -hmm. And take care of your runners. But they did a great job. I ran the 15K with Jessica, with Dawn, with Darlene. I I can't tell you. We showed up at the start line and these ladies said, nope, We're tomorrow we're running the half. We'll we'll do intervals. We'll run for speed whatever time. Today it's all about staying with you." And because of that, Dawn was instrumental with her Garmin keeping me on a good walking pace for most of the race because I just did something to my IT band. I did something to my IT band and, and my knee.
1: You've been using the Peloton at Too the much. hotel Too and much. you overdid it. I overdid it. And you it. hyperextended mm-hmm. while you were doing that. And I came up with your knee brace in my luggage. And when we did the handoff, we for, I forget, we forgot I to get it out. I know. So
0: I know. So I had to do it without, but I kept, I just remembered Jeff Galloway, America's coach and our coach, saying, keep your stride really short. And we were, we could see the car behind the last participant, who was, by the way, on one of those wheelies when you when when you have an injury on one leg and you have your knee yeah your knee on the cart on the rolling cart that was the last participant in the 15k so she let everybody go ahead and then she was in front of the car the the ending car for the 15k dawn made sure that we got well out of sight Jessica made sure that I stayed up to date on meds and water and Darlene was there dancing, giving motivational talks and Jessica was playing music and, you know, and we kind of bounced around and like we stopped to take pictures with the, oh, who were the ones passing out the donuts, the Rough Riders Mm -hmm. and the... Star Wars characters and the various high schoolers, volunteers at the water stop where we, thanks to Jennifer Hall, just asked them which which Gatorade was the best Gatorade or which one was the best cup of water that they had all along the course. And it was very well-staffed and well-operated. We got Krispy Kreme donuts from the Rough Riders. It it, it was an emotional roller coaster. And when we got to the end of the race, Fitz had already gone to go start the 5K. And I didn't really do intervals until the last mile. And the ladies pushed me to just stay at that 16-17 minute per mile kind of area. And I can't I can't thank them enough for what they did staying with me, just being so positive, dancing down the course and having such a great time with them. It was wonderful, unforgettable. And when I looked at all of them and Susie and Jojo and said, I got to get to the metal. I got to get to the top of the hill, get some Gatorade, get some of the Cheez-Its or whatever they have there. and, And I have to go all the way around the corner the long way. To the 5K start, which I had no idea if I was going the right way. But they're, they're like, okay, well, we'll wait for you at the finish. We'll wait for you at the finish. A- and I said, I just, it's something that I have to do. Yeah.
1: And you did it.
0: I walked that whole thing. I was the very last person to cross the start. I don't even know if they recorded my bib because they were kind of taking the gates up as as I was coming down and I was like Fitz! I yelled for fits and I said I'm crossing the start and I'm doing the thing and, and I got ahead of the the pacer the the pace car mm-hmm. at the very end and passed some of the volunteers and it, 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 and Jessica came to check on me with my knee and offer me water and see if I needed anything she kind of stayed on the the bayshore sidewalk to give me the, the moments that I needed in that very emotional
1: race. Very nice.
0: And Fitz was at the finish. Yeah,
1: and I'm getting text messages, by the way, from, from Jessica going, oh my gosh, she's a beast. She's doing the 5K. And I'm like, what? I had no idea you were going to turn around and do the 5K.
0: No, we had not discussed it. Mm-hmm. And I really was keeping that close to the chest because I didn't know how I was going to feel about it or if I was going to make it to even try and start. Right. But I feel like... I don't know. My dad was with me. Aww.
1: and you got these awesome medals as a result of all that work. Oh, I mean, yes. These things out. Pepperjack
0: is on both of them, and I really like that the ribbon is colored to coincide with, like, the five k shirt is orange, mm-hmm. like a peachy orange, and has pepperjack on it, and it says five k and it's glittery with the orange glitter background, and then the fifteen k is a purplish kind of a lavender and the ribbon is lavender it's pepper jack 15k is in the lavender it says uh, the distance classic you could have gotten it engraved on the back they had that set up they
1: had a mobile engraving uh, booth there. right
0: at the finish right after you got all your goodies like your gatorade mm-hmm. and your Cheez it's and your fruit or banana whatever and uh, the the shirts just color coded the orange and then the purple for the 15k and the 5k just yeah. It's they're they're small and the only thing that I would say is the medals are
1: about 3 inches long.
0: They're about 3 inches long and I would say that the 15k should be larger than the 5k because it's a longer distance. But maybe that'll add cost to the co- to the overall race fee. I don't know. Right. But at at any rate, maybe I feel like because it's such a feat for me to do 20k and you with an injury. With an injury and you did the half.
1: I did. So the next day, of course, it, you know, we ended up swapping out later that, that day. Mm-hmm. And then I had the half marathon on Sunday. So before we get to the half marathon, I'm going to give everybody the educational component of the show.
0: Go ahead. I had a tutu and I had a raw threads top. So shout out to the raw threads team who actually shipped it to the hotel where I was staying with my dad. 'Cause I had totally dropped the ball on a costume. So Roth Reds, shout out to you with your prior team shirt. Getting there. Kate, great.
1: Great stuff. Okay. And yeah. So and the tutu. You, you you had that for your costume. Yes. I I ended up running it in a costume the next day. But let's talk a little bit about like like things that you should and shouldn't do for a race. You know, typically yeah. for a race, what you wanna do is, you know, at least for several days ahead of time, you wanna make sure that, you know, you're eating well, you're <laughs> sleeping well, you're perhaps abstaining from from adult beverages that contain alcohol.
0: Perhaps abstaining. Perhaps. Perhaps. Um,
1: you know, and that you're well-rested. Friday night, after you relieved me, I went back downtown. I ended up meeting with members of the Runcation Nation and getting some dinner over at Brew.
0: Hey! Yeah. Yes. Well, those are carbs. Those, yeah, those, those are, are carbs. Those are good carbs. They have sure. a nice burrata
1: salad. They do, which, you know, the burrata salad is excellent. That's not carbs, though. But
0: I know, but just an aside, I guess.
1: <laughs> Their sandwiches, however, are carbs, which I did have. Macaroni
0: and cheese, uh, they have, too. I didn't do the
1: mac and cheese. No. I, I, got the, I, I got the jalapeno popper grilled cheese. Which I love is that one. Fantastic. I love it. I also got three flights of beer.
0: You got flights. See, I got... Like
1: tasting my way around the menu,
0: I should have done, done that. And
1: and uh, you know okay. I'm, I'm sitting there with a couple of members of the Runcation Nation. Shout out to Christy and Greg who were staying at the hotel, the same hotel we were at. Yes. And yeah, so that was mistake number one. M-
0: mistake number one was staying out late. Well, and well, having no
1: beer. mistake number one was drinking three flights of beer. Oh, three
0: flights. Okay. Uh, okay. okay. All right.
1: Then. Of course, we finish up there, and then we're like, "Well, there's this place two doors down called Hotel Bar. We should oh, check it out too." Yeah,
0: which we've talked about, and we really miss their small bites. Just FYI.
1: So we go over there, and and there might have been some cocktails there as what well. What did you have? I did
0: you have a sazerac?
1: Yeah, no, no. no? I had a couple there, but you don't remember. I. <laughs> that's not what's important right now. What's important is
0: which is a saying that came from our very first race weekend that we covered for the show.
1: <laughs> What's important to remember is you should be drinking water at this point.
0: Water, yes. Okay, or which electrolytes, or electrolytes. You know,
1: I was drinking water, okay. but I don't think I was drinking enough water to counteract the in the other ratio
0: things. of cocktails yeah.
1: or beer yeah. to water. So there were cocktails involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was the mistake number one or number two. Then mistake number three is total time. I think I got to bed around midnight.
0: Whoa! Didn't your race go off at six?
1: Race went off at six, which meant I was awake at four o'clock
0: because you had to meet up with
1: because I, I had to get dressed and photo. all that, and yeah, meet up for photos and all that. So four hours of sleep. Ooh! I get up the next morning. I you know, you gave me a call. I wake up. We're getting. I'm getting ready. I am wearing a costume in this race. So, yeah, I'm doing generally you just wear your kilt, my my running kilt, and a t shirt. This time it was running kilt Mm -hmm. with a white cotton fluffy shirt for like a pirate shirt, like Cotton. cotton, and a a, uh, Nothing
0: underneath it like a moisture wicking,
1: whatever. I, I, you know what? At that point, I was just like, I'm gonna throw a caution to the wind. You know, screw it. We're doing oh, it. We're, okay. we're 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 just gonna embrace it. Okay. So okay. that I wore that shirt, and then I had the a a Paisley waistcoat that was black that had basically like a you know, it was a waistcoat up front with tails in the back, double breasted. Oh, so of course you have to button the button that thing so you know m- nice and buttoned up not a whole lot of airflow happening there and of course a tricorn hat because you can't have you know you can't be a pirate without a, a proper hat uh-huh. so the tricorn hat and uh, that's made of velour which is
0: <laughs> so breathable and an meant awesome for, meant ma- for
1: running awesome material for for hot weather running and then I thought to myself self you know what really would complete this this look is some brand new shoes that you've never run in. Oh. So on my way out of town. I Did stopped you have by, new socks too? I stopped by the, uh no, no, I didn't have new socks. All right. I stopped by the run shop. I picked up a brand new pair of Brooks Beasts, brought those. First time running in them ever was the Gasparilla Distance Classic 2023 Half Marathon. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So literally, oh, oh. And I didn't have time to like get good coffee because the hotel Starbucks isn't open that early. That's true. They hotel don't room coffee six. was not six. isn't good. I didn't want it, so I had no caffeine. And I said, "Oh, you know what? I had no breakfast because I didn't stop anywhere to get something to have in the room." I was up till midnight drinking with friends at you know before the race. I that morning I. Go down. I'm. I'm. I did get a bottle of water from the hotel lobby. That was great. Nice from the front them. desk. Yes. <laughs> like, give me a bottle of water. I know you got one in there. The the. Well, I'm trying to think. What else did I do wrong? Take your pick. So literally, so
0: this is like the laundry list of things not nice to do.
1: Everything you could do wrong, I did wrong. OK, but I did get to the location over there at the at the embassy suites. Got our, our pre-race photo. It was a great photo taken for us by some of the race volunteers. Oh, nice. Me and the whole group. And then we we walked on down to the start, which was really just, you know, a very short walk from from the host hotel. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what a great time. I, I ran with all the ladies, you know, they, they hung out. I ran into Dean in the in the in the. Start corral we talked for a bit but he's he's a and sub he
0: was sporting his run eat drink podcast singlet yes yes the red one
1: yes had the red singlet going which made him 17 to 22 percent faster of course and he got a
0: pr because of us because of That's us is right. what i like to say okay. sure chris twigs would argue <laughs> for sure
1: you know there's something to be said for the for the <clears throat> quality of the materials and the workmanship of your, of your race wear. If that wasn't <laughs> true, they wouldn't have standards in the Olympics. I'm just saying
0: <laughs> it's not the customized training, Chris, trust <laughs>
1: <laughs> that might have something to do with it. But so we, we go down, we get in the start corral. I ended up running into a couple of other friends, took photos with them and then we were off and our, the, 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 the approach I wanted to take was I wanted to run intervals and kind of go out fast. At a, not fast but consistent okay from the very beginning because you had a very hot race day mm-hmm. bright sun high humidity high heat you were you were that is absolutely by true. the time you finished it was mid to upper 80s
0: yeah and if not hotter because of the humidity
1: clear skies with Mm-hmm. lots of sun lots of sun so knowing this i was like i want to get through as much of this race as possible before the sun comes up so i wanted to be off davis island and down down bay Shore, as far as i could get before the sun came up
0: and it's like what the first four miles of the race is five five you, you come is, off uh,
1: you come off and you hit mile five. Oh, okay once you come off davis island and then you go out the to one mile overpass, 9 past the one hill the one hill yeah yeah so then you go
0: to mile 9 on bayshore mile 9 is a, is
1: on gandhi boulevard bayshore and gandhi is mm-hmm. the, is the turnaround at mile 9 okay so we ended up the the group kind of hung out with me a little bit i told them you do not have to hang out with me i know many of you are faster than me and they were like no we're not and it was too hot too hot mm. they 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 wanted to kind of hang with me and i'm like okay it's not going to be quick, but we ended up doing a one to five ratio for really the first, I want to say about the first eight miles. Mm. And we we had a, a lucky break in that we had a lot of fog that morning. Good. So the fog really did a nice job of, of extending that period where we didn't have a lot of direct sunlight. Mm-hmm. However, the trade-off is you don't have a lot of direct sunlight, but boy, do you have humidity. Yeah. So it's kind of six of one, half a dozen of the other. I think that we were better off with what we had, but some people may differ on that one. It was rough. It was the, it, it was the heat the, the humidity and the heat were definitely a factor yeah. and and when I look at my splits in runkeeper I can absolutely see like oh yeah. yeah you know this is around the time of the morning the sun started coming up and then you know splits start getting a little bit slower. Mm-hmm. but we we had a, a really nice time with it and we're doing like I said a one to five ratio for the majority of the race. And then towards the end, the group kind of split a little bit, and some of the faster ones went. And then Jojo and I'm sorry, Susie and I ended up running it in.
0: Oh, nice! Yeah, together.
1: So nice. uh, Right there at the end, Jojo took off. You know, she she got up there a little faster. So, yeah, um, the costume. Became a a serious hindrance for me at about mile seven. Mm -hmm. I started to really feel it
0: in terms of chafing.
1: No, in terms of just the heat. It was just really hot. The, the The waistcoat was black. My hat was black. The shirt. The shirt actually wasn't terrible. I, I didn't have a lot of complaints about the shirts. I would probably retool some of that costume if I were to do this, to do this racing costume again. Mm-hmm. And I would come up with a cold weather or a, a warm weather costume and a cooler weather costume and pick which one I was going to Because you can never tell in February. Oh, and th- that's the other mistake I made. I never ran, did a run test with this costume. Of
0: course. I,
1: I I bought it. It came from Amazon. I brought the Amazon box with me and I took, I was taking tags off the morning of.
0: Oh, geez. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Do not... Any of the stuff that you guys just heard me describe, this, this is a is, is what Masterclass
0: master yeah. in what not to do.
1: One hundred percent. And <laughs> yes. I, I also just want to say, Christy and Greg from the Runcation Nation are bad influences. And if they're you good
0: are, bad influences,
1: <laughs> and if you are are out with them, yeah, they they will they they will keep you out late and you will not drink enough water. So
0: they're good bad influences. They were they were.
1: It was, it was, it was a lot of fun. And <laughs> and. and Great places to go. I'm I'm just teasing them. I told them I I was going to blame. I I told them I was going to blame them. So that was, you know, my experience. We ran it in. Fitz had, had, I missed Fitz. She ended up running the other ladies in who were just ahead of us. I missed her on the, on the crossing the finish line, but she was kind enough to shout us out. All of us by name at the start and shout out the podcast as well at the start so it was really really sweet of her to do that and we had uh, some people on the course recognize the podcast and say hey runny drink so that was really really sweet of them as well Uh, yeah long story short great race very hot would do this one again of course the metal of course makes this race and the heat all worth it again Keeping with the pirate theme, the half marathon medal is m- one of my favorites that they do. That's always a Jolly Roger with a working hinged jaw. And but it has an
0: earring this year.
1: This year it's got a gold earring to go with the gold tooth. And also Pepper Jack yeah. is kind of prominent as kind of his headwear. Like the the parrot is kind of the headwear. It's in multicolors. It's mm. it's just a beautiful beautiful medal that they did there.
0: Yes, and I really like that the color of the ribbon matches the color of the shirt, the shirt. and that the half marathon shirt is the only one with the long, long sleeves. sleeves.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, if you ran the challenge,
0: which together we make one. Yes. You and I Neither are,
1: one of us got to complete a, do a complete challenge, but Right. they saw my rib or my they saw bib. my bib. They handed me a challenge medal. Yeah. And I'm like, "Mm, I didn't earn it, but I'm going to grab it and I'm going to run the distance so I can at least hang this medal because this medal is too pretty not to hang. Mm. This one is a, it's a beautiful rectangular medal. It looks like a frame, like a framed picture. And it says Michelob Ultra Pure Gold Challenge. And it's got the... Basically, the skull and crossbones with Pepperjack as the centerpiece of the of the medal, and then a banner at the bottom that says Publix Gasparilla 2023, two days, twenty two point four miles, fifteen k half marathon. Nice. And then they've also got the engraving on the back that says the Michelob Ultra Pure Gold Challenge, Tampa, Florida, two twenty five twenty three to two twenty six twenty three, race to the ultra. Mm. So. Wonderful job with the medals, yes. the shirts, the yes. events. This is one, I've said it before, this is a great excuse to come down and spend a few days in Tampa. And this race event has mm-hmm. distances for every, everyone and whether you're an elite or if you are just a, a weekend warrior fun runner. Or really runcationer. Need, or runcationer, you should yeah. consider looking at the Gasparilla. So, all of that talk of running
0: Has it made you hungry? It
1: has indeed. Oh. And I think that we're going to be talking this week about a place that I got to go to. You did not.
0: I know. You couldn't join us.
1: You had to live vicariously through us with photos.
0: Well, shout out to Darlene.
1: Yes, Darlene of the Runcation Nation. She got into town a day before we did and started exploring and looking around. And she went down to Spartman Wharf over in the Channel Side District and started looking for places to go and found this really neat Tex-Mex restaurant called Jotoro. 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 Sounds
0: like like a bull, like you should be running with the bulls or something. Yeah.
1: And this place is absolutely gorgeous. It's got a beautiful interior and a a very large exterior seating area that lets you have a nice view of the Channel Side District. You can see the cruise ships coming in. You can see people kind of walking through the Channel Side, like like outdoor shopping and and, uh, food area. You know, they've got the the little setup with like food trucks that are in transportation like. containers. Yes, and, and I like that. It's wow. it's a cool area to go down and hang out.
0: And there's a Splitsville there. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, there is. So, we've talked about it on the show before. The Channel Side's a lot of fun. It really is. It's you know, growing up in Tampa when Channel Side first opened, it was kind of a bust. It really? just didn't have the traffic because everything else had not built up around it. They ended up revamping it several years ago, and now it has really come into its own. And it's just a really cool place to go down and hang out for food, for drink, for entertainment. It's you, a great view. You can't you can't beat it. And they, there was a big cruise ship docked. Was there? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And in fact, uh, I believe Darlene said that, that she's cruised on that ship. Really. interesting so uh, yeah we ended up going and checking this place out and you know if you're talking tex-mex i'm i'm usually on board it's hard hard to beat
0: i do love a great mexican restaurant yeah
1: and this place i i really had i had never been never heard of it but i am so glad darlene found it Mm. and we had so much fun and we ended up grabbing seat outside. We had a crew of about eight people there at the table. Yeah. And a good large bunch. Our server was very friendly. She kept all of our orders straight. She, you know, had food runners helping her. Great. Drink runners helping her. Never messed anything up. Did you sit um, inside, outside? We sat what outside. A, okay. So we could see the the ship in one, uh, you know, if we look this way and, and behind us, you could see the the trolley that runs through downtown Tampa. right. Oh, uh, nice. going the other way, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, for food, the place has got really kind of everything you could think if you're thinking Tex-Mex, from you know chips and queso, guacamole, nachos, of course, tacos, burritos, enchiladas, salads. And a wonderful selection of beverages, but we're going to get to that in a minute.
0: Okay, but look, uh, I'm looking at the starters, and uh, street corn chicken nachos? Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, Yeah.
1: But, uh, you know, that's not what I got.
0: I, well, <laughs> we kind of
1: dove, we, we got, you know, chips and salsa for the table. table. I think so. a couple of people got guacamole. I dove straight into the chips and salsa. That's my kryptonite. When we go to Tex-Mex, you know, of course. that. their chips were great. Same, same. I think that they were fresh. They, they were warm. Their house-made salsa,
0: mm-hmm.
1: red salsa, spicy wonderful. Or? No, not terribly spicy, no? but very flavorful.
0: Huh? Okay, and really did they nice have a, a hotter job. component that you could request? Or? I didn't. I didn't nope. ask. Okay.
1: Nope. I was too it hungry. Was flavorful it enough. Was, I, I remember I had run thirteen miles fasted and basically hungover, so I wanted food. I didn't care. <laughs> I wasn't getting picky, and okay, okay. so yeah, I ended up tearing into the chips and salsa, and I ended up going with kind of a favorite of mine. Um and this place has a great, like the, the middle of their menu, you know, is all about their tacos. And they have, mm-hmm. they have uh, chicken al carbone. They have uh, Baja, grilled Baja shrimp, tempura fish, tofu and pineapple for the vegan or vegetarian in the group. Oh, well, that's good. Uh, steak ranchero, Korean barbecue beef tacos and spicy Vietnamese steak tacos.
0: Interesting. Uh, you
1: know, were kind of interesting, but what really jumped out at me were the birria tacos.
0: Of course.
1: I love birria tacos, which birria tacos are basically the Tex-Mex equivalent of a French dip. Yeah. So you get these wonderful, usually beef briskets, cheese, you know, whatever else your, your taco toppings are. But then they give you the side of this, basically a like a, a Mexican au jus to dip mm. it in and
0: cilantro's in there. It's really heavily rich. spiced. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This theirs consisted of slow braised beef, pepper, Jack cheese, diced onion. And the, these were almost open faced taquitos or open Ooh. taquitos because they either, they, they grilled the, the tacos so that the, I had a, I had a double layer of, of the uh, tortilla On each taco and you get an order of two tacos. Because it needs
0: to be solid. Otherwise it falls apart, especially if it's like a French
1: dip. But then they either put a little oil on the griddle. And I think this is how they did it. Like they put a little oil on the griddle and then they, they pressed the taco. Mm -hmm. So the the exterior was crisp. Nice. The cheese inside was melted. The beef was hot Mm. and absolutely fall apart. Tender in your mouth. Mm -mm. Wonderful. The Mm -mm. very taco, Mm. just the taco on its own. Wonderful. They're, they had a little bit of a different take on the birria dipping sauce, though. Mm. Whereas usually you get it, it's a broth. Mm-hmm. This was more of a, almost like a mole sauce.
0: Interesting. It had a, a, a Not thicker. Not like the chocolate influence,
1: but. No, but the, by texture. Texture. It, it had more of a thicker texture, almost like a gravy. Okay. The, but the flavor was beefy, spicy, very rich. Mm. And. You know, getting to you know, dip the brie or dip the taco in there, and then eat that. Everything was juicy, spicy, just unctuous and warm. And I destroyed those tacos. I, I killed that plate.
0: How many did you get in the
1: order? Two. two? Two in the order. The order and they're is, pretty big. They were very big, and you know, it was two tacos for seventeen dollars. Uh, these were very large tacos. Hefty, a lot of meat. A lot of meat. You did not feel ripped off, and then four dollars more they add beans and rice i got that too of course i also got a side of the mexican street corn oh now their mexican street corn i didn't know i didn't realize it when i ordered it they bring out a bowl and they're like who had mexican street corn i'm like oh it's gonna be a small you know a couple small corn on the cobs no no they cut theirs off the cob Ooh! Yeah, at the s- table. No, it comes, or, okay. it comes already done. Okay, but it's you know exactly what you would expect: Cotilla cheese, chipotle, tahini and lime, and, tahin. and, and, the, and and the the aioli or mayonnaise based sauce. That and they toss it, and you get this <gasps> nice bowl of Mexican street corn. Oh! And it was fantastic. They 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 nailed the flavor. I'm so
0: hungry. Right exactly now. like you would expect. I'm so hungry.
1: So. I got that. Others at the table tried some of the the like I saw some the spicy Vietnamese steak came out. Mm. I don't remember who had it, but they loved it. The else I want to say they got the Korean barbecue. They loved that as well. It was a, there were a lot of tacos going around and I know at least one other person got the same thing that I did. Mm. So I, everybody was kind of going for for tacos. Yeah. I, you know, it was no regrets at all. No regrets. None. Portions were big. Yeah. The, the place is beautiful. Cannot complain.
0: Well, all. what about for the beverages now?
1: Okay, beverages, their beverage game is super strong here. Yeah. They, their specialty is margaritas, and they have some craft cocktails as well. A lot of us were eyeballing the, the margaritas like we were looking on Yelp ahead of time and uh-huh. going to check it out, and it didn't disappoint. By doing so, I was able to see that they had what was called their spicy watermelon margarita, and this thing is gorgeous. It I believe looks
0: good. Yes, it's in the artwork.
1: It's in the episode artwork. Check yep. that out. This is a pi- jalapeno-infused reposado tequila, chili liqueur, and fresh watermelon. Oh. So you're getting the flavor of fresh watermelon, the tartness. Which I love. Yeah, and you know that. You know the tartness of a little bit of lime in there. The the jalapeno infused tequila gives it a little bit of a waxiness from the pepper. Oh, it's like a waxy, not a. Spice. And then you get the tingle in the back of your throat. So you get a little bit of a nice undertone, but it's not too much. No, it's just it's just there in the background. Good. It didn't overpower it at all. And then they they garnish this thing with a giant wedge of. Or a triangle of watermelon. Yeah. yeah, it's a beautiful presentation of a drink. The, uh, I
0: understand why you didn't bring
1: me one. The whole rim of the glass is, <laughs> it, it's it's a tahine rim. Oh, I love that. So you get that nice tart and spicy kick. And yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. Several of those. Can you reproduce
0: this for me so I, I can, actually
1: I probably could because you could you could make so your own happen? tequila and or, or jalapeno infused tequila. The chili liqueur is kind of like an Ancho Reyes, so you could that. So you could do something like that, and okay. then of course fresh watermelon, and I, yeah, that would be. I a challenge pretty easy
0: one. you to do it for me.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Some other people at the table got the golden margarita, which is. Their old school version of a margarita with a little bit of Grand Marnier. Nice. I believe that somebody else got the Pretty Boy, which is Espolon Tequila, pineapple, lime, raspberry puree, and Grand Marnier. And that one is that one was served in kind of a different looking glass, almost like a looked almost like a like a fancy. It looked kind of like a like a fancy martini. Oh. Almost. I saw that one show up. And then the spicy peyote, jalapeno infused tequila, 400, viejos, Mezcal, chili liqueur, Surprised lime, muddled didn't pineapple. Surprise, you that. Um, yeah. Well, I skipped to the strongest drink on the menu because I didn't learn my lesson the night before.
0: Got well the, the races were over. So yeah, at that
1: point the races were over and I didn't drive to the to this place. So, so
0: you, Uber, Lyft, ride share? Yes, we
1: ride shared and took our lives into our own hands with our, our Lyft driver. But uh, the long story, the person actually drove onto the tracks of the the uh, trolley and we had to get out of the car because we were afraid we were going to get hit. <laughs> but,
0: whoa yeah so
1: not all not all rideshare drivers are like that folks but every now and then (sighs) you get one who's special i got a drink called the Bull. okay and that is tequila blanco Mm
0: -hmm.
1: grain alcohol
0: grain alcohol
1: yeah because tequila is not enough blue raspberry and this is the strongest drink in the house and i believe it wow absolutely delicious it tasted like a blue raspberry icy Oh, that'd be great! And it did, it did not have a strong alcoholic flavor at all. So, so that the grain one,
0: alcohol is not the flavor overwhelmingly.
1: Not at all. Okay. This one's dangerous. This one's dangerous. So, a lot of fun.
0: Well, Dana, you know, get in the car, drive me <laughs> up to Tampa, right, and and take me to this place.
1: But you know, the, we we kind of lingered in the margarita area. They also have craft cocktails, Palomas, toes. They have sangrias. They do some classic things like a gin fizz, espresso martini. This place is really doing it right. They also have a great selection of beers in bottle, on draft, and in cans. They also have plenty of alcoholic seltzers to, to wet your appetite, and they have a special deal where they have a twenty-two ounce squeeze bottle. You buy it for twenty-five dollars. That comes with your first, you know, your first uh, margarita in there. Okay. And then your refills are $13.
0: Sounds a whole lot like Homecoming. It's
1: very similar to Artsmith's They're, Homecoming up in Orlando. Like their moonshine
0: deal. Yeah. yeah.
1: So this is a, a phenomenal place. I really recommend Jotoro to anybody who's going to be in the downtown Tampa area, Channel Side District. You're not going to go wrong How with this far place. away
0: is that from the race course?
1: Seven-minute car ride. Five minute car ride. Nice. Yeah, you okay. and and it would be walking distance from the host hotel, but I was not in any, it did not feel like walking.
0: Well, you've outlined for us all the things not to do on a race. I have,
1: so. I have. Two days later, I was still rehydrating and and you know <laughs> making sure I was drinking my my proper electrolytes so well uh,
0: you know it sounds like an amazing place i can't wait to visit it i hope you'll take me there
1: oh absolutely this place is absolutely worth checking out we're definitely going to have to go back there's so much on the menu that we didn't get a chance to sample but you
0: know what i really wanted more of the entire weekend what's that time with our runcation nation
1: absolutely and i am so grateful that everybody came and participated and not only participated but for those who could Mm -hmm. i know that a couple had to up and leave and get back home because they were coming from out of state but for those who could hang out we really had a great time getting to see everybody Uh. and getting to meet some people for the very first time in person like darlene Darlene,
0: it was so great
1: just fantastic time so jatoro Check that out. We're going to have links in the show notes. It is absolutely a must do if you're in the downtown area of Tampa for your next runcation. So stay tuned. We are going to have more accomplish, explore, and indulge coming to you next week. Of course. On an upcoming episode.
0: We will be doing all of those things accomplishing, exploring, indulging. It's more.
1: Just more, more and different. But before we go, we do want to thank who we mentioned in the episode yes. a little bit earlier, and that's Fitz Kohler.
0: And yes, she was our noisy race announcer for all of the distances at the 2023 Gasparilla Distance Classic, but her course. Fixing your life with fitness has changed our lives too. Not just her race announcing, but her course.
1: Exactly, fixing your life with fitness is broken down into different modules that focus on different aspects of fitness. How to design your own workouts to hit all of them, and different challenges and myths that you might have heard over the course of your your life as a you know how to become more fit and thinking you've learned things. She addresses some of those challenges and myths that you might have picked up along the way.
0: Mm. She's she's real. I I just like her. She, you see what you get. It's it what you get is just fits. Yeah. The real thing and she Knows the challenges and she, it's not like she's talking down to you. It is. Or
1: taking on a persona that's not her.
0: Right. It's Which I It's not appreciate an act that. at all. And she has been through struggles, ups, downs in her life. And fitness has been a, a vital part of coming back from those challenges. And how to how to overcome challenges with fits and her course that, that is a cornerstone of the course. Yeah. She, we would really like to know if anybody in the last few months and last few weeks has taken the course and, and what your takeaways are. We would love to share them here on the show, email them at just like you would a shout out at info at runny info at runny or call us and, right. Leave us a
1: message. Yeah, 941 677 2733. Tell us about your experience with fixing your life with fitness.
0: There's never a better time if you have not taken the course to take Fixing Your Life with Fitness. When you go to fitness.com and sign up, you can enter RED22 in the discount code box at checkout for 20% off the entire course and the discount code that's RED22 will work on her fantastic book, My Noisy Cancer Comeback, too.
1: Thank you to Fitz for sponsoring this week's show. We will put a link to the course in our show notes. Check out her course, Fixing Your Life with Fitness, at fitsness.com.
0: Thank you for joining us in 2023 on your long run, your commute to work, on the Gasparilla course, wherever you are. I'm your host, Amy. And
1: I'm your co-host, Dana.
0: Stay safe and well. And we will accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink Podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink Podcast, and on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink Pod. You can also give us a call at 941 677 2733 or send us an email at info at run eat, visit our website at run eat, and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash drink podcast accomplish explore and indulge right along with us we'll talk to you next time